wrestling. I'm not talking Olympic or collegiate wrestling. I'm talking big time, in your face, cage match, ladder match, chair to the head wrestling. You know, the good guy versus bad guy, fake persona. The guy from New Jersey who claims to be from Russia and comes out waving a Russian flag while the crowd yells and screams at him to get whacked in the head with a chair or a well-placed shiny new trash can from the local hardware store. When I was a kid, this was the one thing, aside from cartoons on a Saturday morning, that I was excited for. Me and a few of my friends would gather in front of the TV, adjust the rabbit ear antenna, and hoop and holler for the next hour. Then we would run out into the yard, argue over who was going to be Hulk Hogan or Randy Macho Man Savage, and put on our own show until someone got hurt and left crying, which didn't take long. The 80s were the golden age of wrestling. Or were they? I don't know. I stopped watching wrestling somewhere around puberty. Unlike some people who have continued to follow it to this day, there are two types of people that watch wrestling as adults. The people who like it for the entertainment value, childhood nostalgia, and the fun of it. And the fucking psychos who get angry when the script doesn't allow their idol to win the match and convinced that it's still fucking real. There also seems to be a bigger adult fan base than now than when I was a kid. What the hell is wrong with these people? There's been a huge change in the wrestling world. Different leagues, divisions, corporations, whatever. Too many to follow. The wrestlers seem to be more acrobatic and faster. They're more extreme feel to the whole thing. To me, the best part of wrestling when I was a kid was the sideshow. Piper's Pit, the barbershop, when the Iron Sheik would talk to mean Gene Oakland and say, let me tell you something, Gene Mean, in that Middle Eastern accent during the interview portion of the show. I loved it. And the fact that some of these guys are still wrestling is amazing to me. Well, the guys who haven't died yet from drugs and steroid abuse. And don't tell me any different. I had a guy tell me that the WWE had the strictest steroid policy than any other sport. Then two days later, Chris Benoit choked out his entire family and hung himself with his exercise equipment. I mean, who would put such a policy in place? Did it give one guy an advantage over the script? They want those guys all jacked up and huge. It's all part of the show. I wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon is slipping into their coffee in the morning. Now, I know not all wrestlers are doing drugs and steroids, but I also know that Hulk Hogan told me, Train, say your prayers, and take your vitamins. Then went backstage, blasted a huge line of coke, booted some roids, and called someone the N-word. It's all about the entertainment people, and these men and women go out there every night, beat the living shit out of each other and themselves, just so you can have something to watch. You know what? I'm gonna go watch me some wrestling. Hit that music. This is needless to say. I'm Mike. This is Brad. How you doing? And this is Craig. What's up? And that rant was very interesting. And uh, I was wondering uh, why exactly he went off on crap like that. Yeah, Craig. Why would you go off on crap <laughs> like that? Off. And by, by the way, I, I take offense to the use of the word crap. All right. All right. All right. 
Just in case anybody's wondering what the positioning is here, I happen to be a fan of professional wrestling, and at the time we are recording this, it is SummerSlam weekend, baby. And this is like Little Christmas for most people. It's not quite WrestleMania, but it's probably got the better wrestling, and I am looking forward to it. And Craig, you've got an announcement to make. We're going to be doing our first ever on location. Yes, we are. Let's hear it. We are going to set up in Mike's living room, in uh, Brad's living room, instead of Mike's basement one time, and we are going to watch SummerSlam. <laughs> I'm going to sit there for four fucking hours and watch SummerSlam. And it's going to be amazing. It's be I, I have to tell you, first of all, four hours is a conservative estimate. Uh, <laughs> if you're awesome. actually in Brooklyn for this show, the show starts at 5.15. There's you roughly six here. hours of wrestling. <laughs> so you're saying I can leave when it starts and get there before the end? You could probably make it before they, you know, they raise one, two, three. I'm yeah. telling you right now, <laughs> it's going to be one of the best shows of the year. And I'm inviting you all into my home, including you, oh, occasionally yeah. Manny. It's like the redneck. Uh, occasionally Super Bowl. Manny's here. Oh, watch it. Where the hell you been? I know. Wait, it's sometimes Manny. It's occasionally Leslie. That's right. We're yes. confusing yeah. the listeners. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so the wrestling thing came up, yes, because SummerSlam, I invited these fools into my house. We're going to sit around. We're going to drink beers. We're going to act like children while my actual children are upstairs trying not to, you know, stay awake because we're going to be loud and stupid and whatever. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'll do my best. And, and absolutely. And, you know, my wife will do her famous cooking and we'll have some fun there. But yeah. I got to tell you, you guys are going to get to see me in a whole new light. Yes, I, I've seen it. You have you ruined well, WrestleMania I've ruined for him. Ruined WrestleMania for him. <laughs> well, guess <laughs> what? You He's and my beloved SummerSlam too. And just talked to his wife for four hours. No, but has SummerSlam always been four All, like hours both of us long? leaning in nah. front of him? While he's trying to watch it, and we're just chatting back and forth, and he's like, "But hey, watch this," and I'm like, "Yeah." And we weren't even chatting about good things, guys. Let's be honest. No. You and my wife were discussing the price of real estate in Bristol. Yep. <laughs> ba Boom. At one point, Craig decided to come in and enlighten us on, you know, the carpeting industry. Yes. And meanwhile, there's somebody probably just took a header off the top of a cage, and <laughs> a I'm watching move. quietly, trying not to interrupt this intellectual discussion going on <laughs> in front of me. I'm with you, brother. I'm, I'm with you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're going to tag team against these yeah. fools. We're going to watch us some SummerSlam. I love, I mean, don't Wait a minute. Me Did you just offer to tag team my wife? <laughs> and Craig. And Craig. Craig. There's going to be SummerSlam and an Eiffel Tower in my house. <laughs> No, Sorry, I honey. Mean, I appreciate wrestling. I do. I look at it. I, you know, I know as much as it's fake and scripted. You know, it's not fake. Those guys are taking a beating. They're jumping off of freaking things, See, bashing each other with chairs. Even though you know they're safely, and I'm making quotation things in the air here, safely hitting the guy with the chair. There's no such thing. I prefer it's, the term just, predetermined. Yes, instead yeah. of yeah. fake. Fake, fake is, is a, a it's bad so, word. Why, no, it's, why is well, wrestling... Yeah, it's not, it's, it's not fake. Why, yeah, why don't they call... predetermined outcome. Yeah, why don't yeah, they call theater people fakes? Oh, that's fake. No kidding, it's fake. It's, yeah, they're actors. It's an art. Fake, it's, it's what it is. It's art. Wrestlers, it well, is an art. Look, and, it, it, you it know, is. the thing okay. is, these guys live like carnies. Can I take it, it is. I'm serious. Let's cut it down a notch. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> no, these no, guys. Sometimes me they... he's about to lose his stool over there, yeah. but <laughs> in two ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these guys live like carnies, and and, and they, they do. And right. you know, they're on the road. They drive themselves arena to arena. 
they don't see their homes 320 days a year. Okay, there's very few weeks that these guys are off. And, it's a tough life. And, and not only that, sure. you've got to put it out there, not only when you're on TV, but when you're off TV. They, they yeah. hold live events year-round that aren't televised. Right. And they somehow have to maintain storylines, stay in character, but also get their own hotel rooms. They're all independent contractors. These guys don't have anything but health benefits through WWE. Yeah. And guys in other leagues. No, I get a lot of respect for them. I do. I don't, you know. They're stuntmen. They're actors. They're comedians. They're passionate. And they're, they're they you do. know, they That's do a lot. That's why they go through all that. Crap. Yeah. You have to they, be. You have to be I couldn't passionate. do it. I'm a fan. And drug-addled. Steroid. Well, that's addict. that's no. That's, well, that's and we'll discuss that. We will discuss that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a sad part of the not, industry. Not all. Is, I know, you know they're not all. Well, like because that, you know you're only as good as your last performance. Right. It's one of those industries. It's not like baseball where you can go on the disabled list and three weeks later your job is waiting for you. Yeah. What happens is basically these guys are. Their success isn't determined by what they do in the ring. Obviously, the guys backstage already know. Yes. It's all about how you perform it, how you deliver the show. How you sell your character. And then on top of it, how you sell T-shirts and merchandise and ratings. Every 15 minutes, they do another ratings. And if they see ratings dip from 9 to 9.15 during WWE Raw, you're not going to be on at 9 o'clock next week. Yeah. And it's just that fickle. So if you get hurt, in the wrestling industry, there's a very good chance you're not coming back. There's a very rare air of guys exactly. it's who not, can do that. It's not like a band. It's not like a great band that can go out there from record to record to record. Because there aren't, like, there's, there's WWE, WCW. There's some other. WCW is long dead. Yeah, well, see, the old time yeah. wrestling for me, but. There's not that many venues that's all all this talent can go to. You know what I mean? It's there's only a short, a small amount well, of jobs. What do you mean? They jobs. do have the really the event at the high school every like, once well, in a while. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know? just like a band, just it's like almost a, like that backyard wrestling type in, stuff. Independent, exactly. which is huge, just like so, backyard bands. Yeah. Independents do very thing, well. Independents, though, because those guys pocket that cash and that's theirs. And it's theirs. And it's yeah, theirs. Right. Okay, they're not sharing it with everybody. It's not a situation where the quarter hour ratings are affecting your paycheck. Yeah. If they go to Providence, just because they were just here last week, and they did SmackDown in Providence, and anybody who was on that show got a percentage of the door plus percentage of merchandise. And all that merchandise is scanned with their code. And I, I'm pretty sure this is how it works. And if Randy Orton sells you know, 500 t-shirts that night, he gets yeah. a cut of that. He, it, he gets yeah. a cut of the door. Yeah. He gets, so these guys are gunning for bit, but it's no different than being in the independence. Now, if Randy Orton decided to quit and go around to independent leagues and say, I'm going to do this show for you in your VFW hall, but at $15,000 cash money, they'll pay him because they're going to guarantee to make more money as a result yeah, of it. Exactly. It'll but, bring attention to their little league and he gets 15 grand. He the, ain't making 15 grand a night in WWE. No, no. So that's kind of where the trade-off is. A lot of these guys actually do better in these independent VFW leagues than they do anywhere else. Yeah. And we'll get to that later. I mean, there's a whole bunch of wrestling going on. I don't follow all of it. I am a WWE guy. Speaking of VFW league, when isn't the, when's that uh, VFW uh, event going on down here? Coming up in September. Uh, in Bristol, Rhode Island, at the, at the VFW Hall, there <laughs> really? is going to be a charity wrestling event. We will be attending. Oh yeah, get out of here! Yes, it's yeah. five dollars. Oh, a five dollar recommended donation, just oh, to let no. you know what the door is going to be. The, yep. the, the, that whole pot is probably five hundred dollars, and it's all going to charity. Right. But somebody's going to be doing something off the top rope to put his neck in jeopardy 
because that's all they know how that's to all do. They know. And, and it's I, what they love to do. That's the thing is these guys have, like you said, it's all they know how to do. They have the passion. But that's why I said I respect them for what they do. I'm not knocking. As much as I bust balls, I respect these guys for what they do. They're entertainers, and they're not just entertainers. They beat the shit out of themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not not like a little band going up on stage and like, check us out. You know, all right, we suck. You get embarrassed. Yeah. No, these guys, they'll go out. They can get embarrassed. They can get killed. They can break it's their necks, before. and it it happens way too often. And it's and it happens a lot. I actually yeah. have Owen Hart's autograph. That's worth money. Hold on to that. He was know. a good wrestler. That whole family. him and the British Bulldogs isn't one of those guys dead too. He's dead. That British was from Bulldogs drugs. Did. Yeah, that was yeah. from drugs. So actually, you don't get money for those. Problem with some from drugs. What was it? He had an enlarged oh, yeah, heart, I, I believe. So, huh? And if I'm talking out of school, I apologize to anybody listening, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I'm pretty sure, too. Painkillers, uh, you know, everybody talks about marijuana being a gateway drug. No, no. Painkillers. Pain, pain yeah. Trust me, I know. I've been there. Well, there you, you go. Yeah. I've been there. You, you were. You, you went through some struggle with that. We're getting dark so here. So many surgeries. Well, that's the, that's the, a wrestler's life is dark. And it, for the for the... For the for the highlights and everything in there, there's got to be so many more lowlights. I mean, in the beginning of your career, at the end of it, you know what I mean? It's like there's only it's kind of like a football player's. Well, unless you're Jake the freaking, Snake Roberts whipping whipping his dick out to the crowd. That's that's after that's <laughs> that's, that's a highlight that's of his career. Down. That's coming down. <laughs> yes, that's me. the other side that's of the hill. That's the highlight. You know, of just career. for the record, that you know, that's not a wrestling exclusive thing. One of the Mets pitchers did that in the bullpen. <laughs> I think I did this last to a, week. like a troop of Boy Scouts, if, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was there. Well, I, I was are with you him. fucking serious? I was with. I was with. Him. Him. <laughs> well, Mike bought season tickets that year. Jokes, folks. Jokes, folks. Yep. So anyway, let's put this on track, okay? Because we're sitting around and we're talking about wrestling, and I could riff on wrestling all day, and you guys are definitely going to hear plenty of my voice tonight. But I think, you know, the, the big you know, difference between us right now is that I still watch this stuff. You know, I'm at 41 years old. Yeah. I watch it regularly. I'm actually excited for SummerSlam. Never mind the fact that it's on Sunday night and I got a 6 a.m. meeting the following morning. Your wife, I'm your excited. Wife, your wife's cooking. I was just going to yes. say, man. <laughs> I heard about your wife's cooking. I'm excited, too. Well, yeah. my, Mike and Manny are coming. We're going to have to double the batch. <laughs> yeah. But all right. Double. <laughs> yeah. For no, Manny. I want to talk <laughs> bring, bring some stuffed zucchinis for you. Well, let me ask you this. I still watch. Now, you guys, are, you've mentioned Randy Savage twice, Jake the Snake countless times. You haven't mentioned anybody recent, so clearly I, you don't watch anymore. Don't what really is it? No, why did you stop? Let's go from there. Literally, I was probably about 13, 14 when I stopped. And I, but that was more to that was about the time I started playing football. So I was watching more football and just grew out of it. I just kind of grew out of it. But there's no um, football on at 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. No, so, there there isn't. But I was playing. What I was going running down to the is that because you said uh, with my friends and playing. All right, okay, but I was going to ask, and it's a good question. Is that because you stopped seeing it as a sport and started seeing it as the ridiculousness that it is? No, it was more or less um, grew out of. The, that was the thing. It grew at that point. It was about the same time I grew out of watching Saturday morning cartoons, where I was like, I'd rather run to the park, you know, and play with my friends, play some football or wiffle ball or you know, baseball, whatever, instead of watching cartoons and, and watching wrestling. 
it was just one of those things. And then as I got old, I started trying. I tried a couple of times to watch it again, and I was just like, "This is fucking ridiculous." Well, you yeah. know, I mean, well, things changed. That was the thing too. Is I might not have liked the change because, like I said, I was a huge. All I cared about Roddy Roddy Piper was to me hands down the best guy in the WWF. Oh, great! Ever funny? I loved him uh, oh. as much as everybody rooted for the bad guy. I mean, rooted for the good guy with Hulk Hogan and everything, which. Of course I did, but at the same time, if he, if he was, he was gonna wrestle, if he was gonna people. wrestle Roddy Piper, I was sure as hell was going for Roddy Piper. Man. I loved Roddy too, man. I just loved him. He I is the, the Piper best Piper Piper. wrestler they had that never held the championship. He made more money for that company without he ever holding. Belt, to, never had the belt. He held the Intercontinental belt. Yeah, that's the mid-range really, belt. Yeah, he was never right. the heavyweight champion, and well, I don't think Vince McMahon even then, when it was all larger than life cartoon characters, thought he was a good enough character to carry that belt. At that point, that heavyweight champion had to be a hero. Yeah. He had to be. And it, maybe Hulk Hogan was a little excessive with the yellow and the say your Ripping prayers. And ta- yeah, and all, the, and, you know, all you that know, nonsense. The role model thing. Because we all know how he ended up. Yeah. But the thing is, he was a larger-than-life character. Roddy Piper was probably 10 years ahead of his time. Roddy yeah. Piper in the 90s would have fit in with that attitude really, really well. It's, so it, It's the truth. I mean... Like I said, I, I I I liked it, and maybe that's what it was. You said bigger, larger than life, cartoon style characters, and you know what I mean. Maybe I liked it for that reason. They were blown out of proportion. You know what I mean. Brutus the Bob Beefcake didn't really own a barber shop. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, these guys really weren't. Do you know the Ultimate Warrior wasn't a warrior that came out of the jungle. You know. Um, Wait, no? <laughs> yeah. That idiot actually, and I shouldn't talk bad of the dead. I mean, the guy actually got into the WWE Hall of Fame and 24 hours later had a heart attack in a parking lot. I know, yeah. man. Okay, it's, but it was almost like he had to come back one more time and his body gave out. Yeah. He was so impassioned. He actually changed his name to Warrior. Yeah. Legally. Yeah, legally. According to the IRS, this he man filed his, his taxes as Warrior. Yeah. yeah. That's how, that's, you know. Fucking nuts, that's man. That's how big his yeah. ego was. No, from, that's how that big time. his steroids were. Yeah. Because yeah, he, he was all jacked, jacked the worst wrestler. But worst to me, wrestler. To me, I th- to me my, the, the, when I stopped re- watching wrestling, I think pretty much was that episode of 2020 with John Stossel oh getting my slapped God. upside his head by Diamond Dollar Di- Dallas Page. It wasn't Dallas, Dallas Page. Page. Was it? No, no, it was no. Dr. D- uh, David Schultz. That's it. Yeah. David Schultz. Death. It was yep. Dr. Yeah, that's right. See? Popped his eardrum. That guy, he still has, he got permanent hearing yeah. damage from that. Does this look fake to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> him. That was but great. They, but that's what, it, I mean, and then I was like, no, it's not fake. My father, I remember watching it. Yeah, I'm like, sorry, it's fake. So that, that was Portuguese it. Portuguese accent, though. Yeah. It was like a Santa Claus moment. It was more, exactly. it was more like this. And now after that, was like, oh, it's fake, jackass. I've been fooled. Shut up. Hip-hop's fake. <laughs> yeah. Change Go get me channel. a beer. Go get me yeah, Change the channel. <laughs> that shit's fake. But yeah, that's pretty much what did it. My it dad was did one that. of those ruining He, he things, wasn't you know? quite as Portuguese, but he, he would definitely, definitely <laughs> yeah. had that same moment. But it, it was really like finding out Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy weren't real. It was real. devastating to me, man. I felt fooled for so many years, and I was like, I will never... 
My dad made the point. He's done. like, He's okay, done. if this is real, kid was like, and they scheduled eight matches for this episode. Right. Oh, look, it's exactly empty. Oh, my God. Yeah, it ends right at, at right at the two-hour mark. It stops, and wow, they managed to get it in week after week. They That's never cut thing. away. Only yeah. in the 90s did they start doing that. WCW finally figured out. Not only would they go over, they'd cut out. Yeah. And then you'd have to go you'd on their website the next website. day to find out how it ended. Smart. And that would intrigue Smart. people to watch the next and week. And not only that, it was drawing traffic to their website. Oh, Vince yeah. McMahon, it's a business. Vince McMahon. That wasn't even McMahon. I, that well, was Ted Turner. Yeah, Ted I know. Turner. But, well, anyway, but if it wasn't for Vince McMahon being the genius that he is at what he does, I watched some old stuff today, like when he used to actually interview the the wrestlers and stuff it's like wow when it was him and mean gene interview yeah just, interviewing just him like all the, all those like, people oh my God. and you didn't even know the you first didn't match. even realize that he was the, i was a kid i didn't even realize that he owned it well yeah. he didn't his father did well, it that his father did but yeah but he took over and he decided i mean and we don't need to go into the full history of it people have access they know what they look for but vince mcmahon what he did was he took it out of regions this whole country was broken up into territories. Right. And there was kind of this handshake agreement between promoters. You don't come into New York. You don't come into South Jersey. Philadelphia's mine. Yeah. I have the D.C. area. They all had their own little promotions. And they all had their own wrestlers. And certain guys like Ric Flair, they would be able to bounce around. Bounce, because, yeah. because they made money everywhere. And the way their contracts were. Vince McMahon said, no, nah, my guys are my guys and we're going on the road. And yeah. he turned them into carnies. It was great. Okay. And, he, yeah. and the best part Good is idea. he offered them health insurance. And they have the best, most comprehensive health insurance of anybody in this country. But they have no other benefits. There is no retirement. They don't pay for your travel. They pay you a flat sum of money. And you have to figure out how you're doing. Yeah. So some of these guys are staying at the Omni. Other guys are staying at the Hampton Inn. Yeah. Yeah. And some of these guys are sleeping in the sleeping cars in that they cars. rented yeah. Yeah. four at a time. And these are guys you see on television. Guys, like, who is that? You remember when the WWF used to have that one that, like, they had like a handful of wrestlers that were like no name guys that came out just to lose. It's called enhancement talent. Yeah, but then there was that one guy, Steve something Lombardi. Steve Lombardi, and he ended up becoming a legitimate wrestler. Well, how many wrestlers you know that have done that before? I mean, even even there's uh, quite a few. Even the kid, what's his name uh, from? uh, What's his name? Leaping Lenny Poffo. No, uh, it's funny that you mentioned him. <laughs> I was yeah. just thinking, well, remember how great he was, but the he always, but he always, well, <laughs> when he was leaping Lanny, yeah, he never won, but he was popular. There was another guy who did that, SD Special Delivery Jones. Oh my God, wow. Special Delivery Jones. SD yeah. Special SD Delivery Jones, Jones won four matches in his televised career. But it was, I, oh but my God. everybody yeah. loved him. Oh my so God, they kept it's coming back to me now. That's good, it's man. In, it's incredible. I remember he had like a huge following, but it was like one of the cheapest. We used to tune in just to watch that. This guy. is a historic moment for it the is, first time I'm in serious. seven years. Mike is coming down I from a high. Yeah. <laughs> I have a memory, folks. I finally remember. I'm glad we got to share this it, with you all. I yep. finally remembered it, and it's about what's his name again? SD Special oh, yeah. Delivery. <laughs> oh yeah! Wow, man. I spoke too soon. Yeah, he's right. not. That's he's right. not done let's yet. Back that, let's back that up. <laughs> <laughs> They're called Enhancement Town. There were a few guys that you remember. There was a guy who wore this metal armband, and his name was Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz, yes. Barry Horowitz just passed away, um, but he actually ran. I think cancer. I don't think it was oh, anything right. salacious or anything like that. But he actually ran one of the most successful wrestling schools in Canada. It's just like being a bench player 
in baseball or football. When you watch the game, you become a student of the game. And so these guys, by not being on television, would always work a little bit harder to try to get on television. As you mentioned, Steve Lombardi, he was a jobber, which is what they call them. They're jobbers. They show up, they do the job, they leave. Okay, they look at the lights, one, two, three, and they go home. And nobody remembers them 10 minutes later. That's what Craig calls them, too. (laughs) (laughs) steve lombardi though they they realized that the crowd was starting to pop for this guy but he's also talented too he was an all right wrestler he He had a demeanor about yeah he tried to play the bad guy he was a little over the top and he kind of had that new york italian look yeah so they said you know what we can characterize this so what they did on tv was they gave him a manager I believe it was Heenan, and it was Bobby Heenan. Bobby the Brain, Brain Heenan. Love Bobby the Brain. And they gave him a manager, and he became the Brooklyn Brawler. And yeah. all of us, and you know, they still call him that. He still works for them. Really? Yeah, he's like a, a manager backstage or whatever. But yeah. it's amazing. They still call him Brawler. And the guy actually had a real good flair for the game. He just didn't really, he was never going to be champion. Yeah. yeah. But I, I even as a kid, that guy? I'm six, seven years old, guys. and I'm looking at him. Yeah, he was a that guy of wrestling. He was yeah. the that guy of wrestling. What yep. a th- callback that was yep. to an earlier episode. Yep. Nicely yep. done. But I remember even at six, seven years old going, how come he got good? Because he has a manager. Why is he winning now? Because they changed his name. But I wanted to suspend my disbelief just a little bit longer. Like Santa Claus, I wanted to believe. Hang on to that belief, man. Something you love so much, you know. Well, then I saw Hulk Hogan miss about 18 consecutive punches. Oh, my God. He was one of... Seriously, he was one of the worst at that. It's one of the best uh, things they're doing the now. Worst. It's one of the best things they're doing now is there more and more guys are doing forearms. Yeah. Which is what the rule is supposed to be. Technically in wrestling, you in the rules, you're yeah. not supposed to punch. You see the Little referee chiming fists. in. Yeah. Don't punch. Watch those yeah. fists. Watch those fists. In reality, you're supposed to be throwing uppercuts. But guess what? They look more real. And yeah. so more and more guys are doing that now. And it because it, it, those fake punches take you so out of the moment. Yeah, they do. They, they'll stall a match that's, go, that's going good, looking good. Sometimes, I mean, I, I don't know. I've never been on, I mean, a wrestler or anything. I know I look like the fat guy from down the street. That's my name, my wrestling name, fat guy from down fat the street. Fat guy from down the street. But anyway, sometimes, I, like I mean, think about it. A guy, a guy that's trying to get into wrestling, being the guy that's going to go down, you sometimes would rather get punched in the face, actually, than than that happen to you. Because it's like, what, what do I do? I make the wrong the, move. I'm yeah, gonna the stupid. missed I'm gonna punch and you look like look an idiot because you, you play it. Yeah, you play it the wrong way. You play way, up the punch and, and the guy missed stupid, you by four you know? feet and you look like you both yes, would have so. Well, that's just it. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's terrifying, man, to somebody Rocky trying to Johnson break into it. Yes, the Rocky you know? Johnson dropkick. Or the, or do you want the, uh, the uh, what's his name? <laughs> Batista. The kid, man, the kick. You know, the, oh. the back kick. What's his name? The other one. Well, there was Batista who did the, the three-step shuffle and then oh. decided to jump onto his own back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one. That yeah, was really yeah, yeah. bad. Now he's making millions of dollars in Guardians of the Galaxy. Millions of dollars. Uh-huh. And he's hilarious in it. Yeah, he's a rep. He's, he's, he's a rep. Great. You know he was a mailman before he wrestled? Can you imagine really? that guy dropping off Showing your, your the Coles catalog? Here's your fucking bills. <laughs> <laughs> and you would gladly take them. Make Thank payments you. to my house. Your Christmas tips are welcome. Yeah. Thank you. I got to tell you, man, though, I, you know, we, we're talking about all the reasons we stopped. I actually stopped, too. We all did. Okay? I took a break. I got sick when I was right out of college, and I was living alone in Maryland. And I, I was bedridden, and there was nothing on. 
And it was one of those situations where I didn't feel like getting up to get the remote because yeah. it was like all the way at the foot of my bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I really didn't want to reach. So I ended up, it happened to be on the USA Network, and I was watching WWF at the time, Raw. Yeah. And for three hours, I sat there with my jaw on the floor because everything had changed. All the shit that we knew as kids. The, the America over Russia, the heroes over villains, all of That's that changed. And there was all a bunch of stuff and stuff I talked about in other podcasts. Antiheroes. Guys who are not good people. Yeah. They get in a ring and beat the shit out of you for a living. They're not going to be nice guys. Yeah. And that was awesome. And the women weren't just there as arm candy. Like, oh, like, like Elizabeth with Macho Man, she, Randy Savage. If she that. said five words in her entire WWF career, she got paid ridiculous money, and then she got murdered by yeah, Lex Luger. I was Luger. just going to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, guys. Lex Luger got his, though. I'm yep. sorry. Yeah, karma's a bitch, yeah. Lex. The only, time, the only time I turn wrestling on now when I'm flipping through is... is when you want to masturbate? When, yeah, when the women are on. You know, that's yeah. Let's time. go with that. It's the only a, time. Uh, there's a there's a point that had to be what got you back into it. There was a point in that <laughs> I wouldn't even reach for the remote. How was I touching myself? <laughs> not said, not a point, but what oh. you said raised the question in my head. Is, raised the question. Did, was there a big swing in in wrestling when the WWF, which we all knew as kids, it was the WWF, actually changed the WWE. They were forced. To change. No, you, you're, you're missing a huge chapter. And you went from Worldwide Wrestling Federation to Worldwide Entity. What is it? Oh, what no, no, it? no. You, 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 you're way off here. Let me let me stop you there before you embarrass yourself further, young Whatever. man. Whatever. Wait, can we, can we <laughs> name all these companies and not get sued? Like yeah, the, we're okay. I'm pretty I sure. I'm, I don't I'm, mean to embarrass myself by not knowing the ins and outs of wrestling. Okay. Tell them, explain, <laughs> explain the legalese. For okay, that one. this is a show where we actually spent two hours debating Batman versus Superman or Spider Man. So, Batman like, rocks. I'm that not. That shit's real. I am not. <laughs> I am not going to feel bad about my knowledge no, of wrestling. No, not I'm, at all. I'm, obviously I'm kidding. But what happened was, in the '90s, there was a, there was a competition. WWF never had competition on major television. They were the first wrestling company to host a pay-per-view. True. Okay, they went on close. Right. They went on closed circuit TV. WrestleMania was their first WrestleMania. If you go back and watch it now, I it, it was it. it was held like a boxing event. Yeah, had I a watched it. Microphone dropping from the ceiling. Had ring announcers and Didn't judges. Didn't the ring announcer from boxing? It had the Madison Square Garden announcer. I was there. I you, was actually. See, you were there. Yeah. I was at the you first two. The second one was awesome too. But we'll get to that in a I minute. I remember we watched it. My my buddy's father. He begged if he could get it because my mother wasn't going to get it. That was way too much money. Well, you, you know had to I mean? go somewhere for that. And we went to um, closed circuit TV. House. And he, well, it was, no, we had uh, in in the town at that time we had preview, which actually would air, which actually it aired, aired closed circuit, huh? And, and nice. And he had a paper. It was a pay per view, and remember, it was like it was like. 50 bucks or something like that. In 1983. Yeah. And my mother's like, I ain't paying that. I don't give a shit what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But my buddy... My I would pay that now. My, yeah, that. my buddy's father said he'd do it. And we all... I remember we all went there and we got all geared up. I mean, bags of chips, case of soda. You know, we made a freaking mess in my buddy's house. It was... My buddy Dave. Uh, <laughs> kind of like you guys do every fucking week over here. At your house. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Except it was WrestleMania. It was fun, more fun. My fucking recycling. <laughs> my, <laughs> it was more fun. My recycling guy is so fucking pissed. Guaranteed. 
No, oh, okay, fucking guaranteed. Be, I hear him up front, like a half hour. He's oh yeah, bling bling for a half hour. Do you know what Craig did at the first WrestleMania in his buddy's house? He went over to the kid's mother and talked to him about the carpet industry. Yeah, <laughs> and he yeah, probably ruined it for the work. rest of his friends. Yeah. Prick. I had already, <laughs> that I had already helped this time, stole my first carpet by that point. I too, believe anyway, it. So. <laughs> no, but what happened in the '90s was there was competition. And I, again, it's it's all well-known history, but Ted Turner bought the, the NWA, yep. which was the rival league, turned it into World Championship Wrestling, WCW, and he put it on national television. So now for the first time since the 80s, there was a second company that was competing against Vince McMahon. Now, wait, I See, know you're, you're, the, you're the wrestling guru. Now, I wanted to ask you about that. Now, the NWA was actually founded by wrestlers themselves. Right. NWA was an or it was literally independent promoters that all banded together and they called it the National Wrestling Alliance. Right. And so what they would have the ability to promote shows across territories. But all it was was a, a big mass of territories. And it, it technically still exists today. Well, what was it? Hogan? Um, no, uh, at that point, Ric Flair. Yeah, Hogan uh, was still in the WWF at that point. No, no he was no. in the Ameri- was he? he was in the AWA, which was a separate territory. Oh, see, that's yeah. when, when I, I kind of got out of it. Because when did the WCW start? In the 90s. Early 90s. Which was the first one to start after WWF? After WWF? First major one? WCW? This was yeah. ongoing. Yeah, you got to remember that. The WWF. Because uh, I, I just remember there started to be another. I was watching WWF. And there's, there was this other wrestling. This, that would be WCW. And I was WCW like. It used to be NWA Saturday Night. Yeah. Ted Turner aired it on TBS. They played the two rows of people awesome. in a soundstage. Oh, that's awesome. probably why. Because I, I used to watch yeah. It was a whole different animal. But I, that's when I knew my it parents were going out on Saturday night. And that I had to do my homework for Monday. Because it was Saturday night and wrestling was on my TV. And that meant, well, it wasn't WWF wrestling. It was that other brand. Yeah. Okay. And they all had Southern accents. I remember, I remember seeing The Undertaker on WCW when he first started. Yeah. Big curly hair. I forget what his name was. It was Mean Mark Callis. Oh, my God. Wow. Remember Black Jack Mulligan crushed the apples? Absolutely. He was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Iron, Mike Sharp, wow. and uh, Barry Windham. <laughs> Barry, Barry Windham. Windham. Mike Rotundo. Yeah. Mike Rotundo's son wrestles now as Bray Wyatt. Who really? you'll see. Yeah, and he's got this really weird Southern Swamp guy, mystical Rotunda, thing. Isn't he a teacher? Doesn't he teach wrestling now? Yeah, the Von Erics and the... That would be World Class Championship Wrestling. That yeah. was down in Texas. That got that absorbed great. by the NWA. Bum, 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 That was good. And Ric Flair would show up there. Yes, yeah. All the NWA and all the other independent territories. Vince McMahon was the only guy who kept his guys insulated. Said, you're not working anywhere else. I know. Once, I think he did a crossover with the NWA, and it was a ratings disaster. He said, nope, this didn't make me any money. I'm going to keep my guys separate. And we're going to do our own thing in the Northeast United States. And then when he did WrestleMania, that's when it went wide. Yeah. No, it just dawned on me. As, as much as I'm busting your guys' this, balls at this table about it, and I did anybody else own the the WWF uh, album? Dildo? No. no. Just you, <laughs> the album. Remember when they made an album? Yeah, it was the called the Wrestling the Album. Yes, and oh, and dude. and I hate that you speak about this in the past tense. Did, did you? Have, you have. You, you still you fucking have. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, you no. Technically, we're gonna listen Spotify to it. has it. We're gonna listen to it. Oh, before, okay, okay. And do you know why? I, do you know why I do that? Talking, we're talking because about because I am a real American. 
I am a real American. Yeah. I fight for the rights, rights of, of every, every man. man. Yeah. And then, right here. Five. Absolutely. Right yes. Fucking here. Give me some skin. Five. And then on top of that, yes. there was J- Junkyard Dog's song. The Junkyard oh, Dog. Oh, my God. Okay. And he gro- wrote a song, and I wish I was making this up, oh, called Grab Them Cakes. Grab Them yes. Cakes. <laughs> Grab Them Cakes. I remember. Dude, I had the, this I had is it. all. I can't do it. This is like, oh, I remember that. I remember that from the so... cartoon. Remember the wrestling cartoons? Yes. Saturday morning wrestling Sat- cartoons. Yeah, I, remember I remember him that. singing the, that, that song. Grab I learned most of my lessons from those cartoons. <laughs> I can tell. I always thought it was odd that there were a bunch of kids playing on bikes about to make a bad decision and yeah, ni- 19 so- <laughs> cartoons in spandex arrived. Yeah, no, I know. You don't <laughs> want to do that. You don't want to do that. Don't do that. You Drug- smoking is bad. Yeah. yeah. It's, you, know, you, it's want, so you want funny that, yeah, a whole bunch of dudes with their shirts off wearing tidy freaking spandex shorts show up in the schoolyard and nobody fucking thought anything of it. That's my big... I'm getting, we're getting way off topic here, but so- one of my biggest problems with wrestling today, because I love it, but I hate that for the guys who still wear tights. Wrestling in tights was always about connecting it to Olympic wrestling. Right. Yes. And you wanted to escape wrestling holes. These guys aren't doing wrestling holes. Was it they used to up up until oh, a lot I think of them used did. to wear uh, the full fucking onesie or whatever the fuck is his name? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. He's still around. But he was that a real great. He, he just was came a real back. Legitimate I love Kurt wrestler. Angle. Dude. He just I came back. I always loved Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle was a legitimate wrestler. Yes. And he wore the singlet. Which yeah. is the spandex thing. Yeah, he always did, though. But, you know, Singlet, that's what it's called. Yeah, but now, that's, that's like, the guys who wrestle in trunks, I don't get it. I don't yeah, get I it. Like, hey, well, let's get into a street fight. First, let me take off my pants. Yeah, you know, that, that's basically that's what it is. And put these Hello. tasseled boots on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm ready to fight now. Let's be men. I'm looking yeah. at look, you guys like, uh, okay. Said the guy <laughs> in the, the purple Barney let's, bandana. Let's yeah. do this. Let's get the boot tassels on and, you know. I want to take you to Providence because there's nine gangs that would have a word or two to yeah. say to you, my friend. Mike's wearing Again? a bandana <laughs> like a Vato right now. They don't want me here. They don't want me there. They already told me. So I'm here with you guys on a fucking so, Friday So, I mean, I, I guess we've kind of, you know, we've really lost the plot here. But I, I think it's yeah. all, all in good fun. You wrestling know, is old, great entertainment. Was wrestling better then or now? I, see, I will say it's better now. See, From the not, 19, late I'm 1990s not, on. Me, I'm not in a position to say it. I know Craig's probably not to. No, I But you can actually speak for that because you watched, you've watched all of both it. of it. You've watched both then, now. To me... I say then, because when I watch wrestling now, if I do watch it, like the other night, I remember I said, oh, I'm going to watch it, because we were going to do this episode. I said, let's do a little homework and yeah. watch it. Yeah. And I watched about five minutes. minutes of it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> Expedition Unknown's on click. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you told me that yesterday. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was <laughs> dropped my balls. I laughed so hard, dude. Wow. That, that, that's yeah, an indictment of wrestling. Yeah. Man. You just completely yeah. dropped. You, you went five minutes? No, no it was, it you was gotta was go twenty. You gotta it was give a it a little longer than that. I'm so See, glad not, you're all coming over my home for this. See, but now, no, but <laughs> I had more fun when when I watched it at your house at WrestleMania. I did have fun watching it. No, you didn't. I did. I had. I actually had a blast. You had fun night. talking to so his I, wife. I even. I stayed there until you had it fun ended. looking past yeah. her eyes. Huh? That's what you had fun with. No, but I stayed there until... She's listening. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, watch out for Craig. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) No, I had a a good time. Like, well, yeah, 
you know, good conversation with his wife, ate delicious food, but watching it when Brad also watched playing, a little bit of wrestling, a little, little bit of wrestling, wrestling. Huh? four when hours I was worth watching, a little bit. I did. I quieted down for the whole um, Undertaker going into the coffin thing and what, dying. Did they go into a coffin? He, he finally died. He walked away. Oh yeah, he just walked away. That's he right. walked away like six times already, didn't he? But no, I, no, no, it's legit. Was, he's got two new hips. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, over. That was the end. Of he's one up on you. And I you know, that's said that. Thinking. I just, I was just thinking yeah, that. Yeah, he's, he's one up on you. Yeah. When I was a kid and watching wrestling, he just started. Yeah. But 91, you, know I mean? you well, he You're talking about you know, he just started in WWF. In the WWF. He, he was wrestling in WCW with that fucking before that. Barrel that I wanted to fucking karate Ooh, chop with a fucking Adam's apple. He'd come out Ooh, with, this, like, with the urn and stuff. I couldn't stand Paul Barra. I couldn't stand him. Well, do you see the storyline they did a few years ago when he died? They actually went to the family of Paul Bear and said, we want to do a storyline disrespecting The Undertaker to set up a feud between this guy who was there at the time named CM Punk and The Undertaker. Yeah. And so he actually grabbed an, the urn with Paul Bear's ashes in it. Storyline, of course. And he dumped it out. All over the stage, like a week after the, he died. No, no sir. Yeah. And the the, the, yeah, the family great. of Paul Bearer was all about it. They're like, he oh, was in yeah. wrestling. Well, he would yeah. love. He would have. Hell loved yeah! As long as I'm that surprised it clears. wasn't in his will. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's something that's totally different. That's like a last wish. But talk He's about still, shock value. Yeah. You know, know, we're a bunch of nerds who sit around and watch TV and movies, and we yeah. got all these water cooler moments that we keep talking about week in and week out. That's no better saying. water cooler moments than no. in wrestling. You gotta bring you gotta bring these ideas out, no matter how shocking they that's are. That's keeping his legacy going. That's and going in the direction that he always was bringing. Nobody talked in. about you know Paul I mean? Bearer anymore no. with a serious face because he was a joke then. Yeah, it was stupid. I hated him too. I could, yeah. Ooh, but you know, what ooh, I didn't yeah. realize, <laughs> and you do that all too well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, who, who do you think? That's how he gets Brad? kids in the van. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like some candy? <laughs> Look at these ashes. Look at these ashes. No, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> There's candy in this jar. Yeah. It's all pixie stick dust. <laughs> oh, you got to climb into the van now. Yeah. I got to tell you, you're getting yeah, better enough, at being man. a pedophile, bro. I know, that's enough. You really it's are. Getting good, you're you're right, getting right, this down. Getting and like right. wrestling, this this isn't fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me no, tell you maybe, something, fool. You better get in that van. That's no. a, that's a cool story Probably right there. You know, that's a cool story right there, though. The fact that the guy died, and a week later, they still he was still alive in wrestling. He was know? relevant, and it, because characters are what they are, they're not yeah. people; they're characters. And what I do you think, think they'll do with Ric Flair. Well, it's coming. You know, yeah. by the time this airs, he'll probably be gone. I think they're going to treat Ric Flair with a little more reverence because Ric Flair, other than Hulk Ric Hogan, there isn't a bigger name no, in wrestling. No, no, he was. I, if you really want to think about yep. it, I mean, Ric Flair, he been through a lot of crap, man. I mean, he, he, he put himself through more. a lot of crap. Yeah, he almost. Let's did be more. real. Yeah, here. I know that's true, but he almost did more. For wrestling than Hogan did. Well, because he Hogan actually wrestled. The stardom. Yeah, right. Yeah, he wrestled. He was a he good wrestler. Technical wrestler. Yep. He always was a technical wrestler. He was, and he was such a good technical dick. wrestler. <laughs> it's some serious. But he was a true, great though. technical it's wrestler. True. No, because if you can make it look, yeah, if you can make it look real, 
champion. If you can wrestle, well, no, no, he didn't make it look real. No, he, he just did. made it entertaining. Right. He made it entertaining. He wasn't actually it's a technical wrestler. Real he's because huge. as much as we say, you know, those fake punches to the head fucking hurt. <laughs> well, no, I mean? actually, so you don't make contact. So no, well, not, not on the punches. Everything but, else does. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. But I'm saying, so it, it's not that. But what I'm saying is. Um, that's why I wonder when his, when his fucking daughter's boyfriend gave him a fucking beating <laughs> that time and got arrested. I wonder if he was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you, you actually do? hitting yeah, me? Yeah, actually just punched me in the nose, dude. Do you think when the kid hit him, he did that fucking shake thing like yeah. they do in the well, ring? He was oh, like, ah. That's not even funny. <laughs> the guy was freaking 60-something, like some 18-year-old kid. Why, you so don't think what? he was 60-something years old looking at that kid going, oh, fuck, woo, I'll fuck you up, <laughs> And then Plus he does the flare flop, yeah, where he, he walks like, three steps, <laughs> acting like he's fine, and then oh, just falls yeah. forward. Head first. <laughs> Easily. Bleeding. Well, Piper, Piper did Piper that, too, really but he good. stole it from Rick Flair. He did steal Rick, from Flair Rick Flair would sit there and he'd be like, I'm cool, I'm cool, Rick and then Flair fall face down. Yeah. And you know what? The skill there, I, I defy anybody in this room to try fall to do flat without, on your face without, without putting your arms in front of These guys fall down for a living. I've done it a bunch of times. They could fall. I was passed out at the time, but... I've done it many times. They could be walking down a street during a winter storm and slip on ice and know how to fall these guys. They all know how to do that. And that's where the athletics comes in. Yeah. But, I I mean, I'm going to make the argument. I think wrestling is better from the late 90s on to today. It started with what they called the Attitude Era, the Stone Cold Steve Austin's The Rock. That's what got me back in. Well, see, I'll tell you right there. You said that. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But Stone Cold Steve Austin, when... when I saw him, I thought he was hilarious, and I liked him because it was he was more almost like the old school guys in a I sense, love where he was just had the attitude, you know, like and Stone Cold did, isn't, had his isn't old school guy, the beer, you know, he cracked the beers open. He'd well, do his thing. they didn't do that. The old school guys would use terms like "I'm gonna kick your butt." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, they were yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. tempering their anger. Yeah, and you know the old school guys would sit there and they act like a bunch of tough guys, but you always wonder why were they trying to solve their problems only on television? They really hated each other. Why would they not go backstage? Yeah, you always got the sense with Stone Cold, and obviously the TV production got better, but you always got the sense that at any given moment they could cut away and Stone Cold would be beating on somebody yeah, backstage. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. It's because he yeah. defined that character. Yeah, he was genuinely a Texas beer drinking asshole. Love him. Yeah, and he he is a prick. He's actually, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's a prick. He's a nice guy. To be and and that's likes. when the the best characters are the ones that are based on reality. Yeah. Okay, we all know The Undertaker wasn't actually a corpse. <laughs> but what? he was a quiet, yeah. unassuming guy who just wanted to go do his job. Yeah. That was a character so. perfect for him. Yeah. Okay, then you had a guy like Ric Flair who genuinely lived the life, and that's why his kidneys are failing now. Egotistical, just out there, woo! Partying all yeah. night. He's completely bankrupt three show. times though. over. Center of the show. Great spent guy. every penny he attention. ever made yeah. and half of his family's. Great guy, though. I'm sure he's a great guy. Great guy. He wasn't great uh, at Comic-Con, but whatever. I'm talking on my ass. I have no idea. He wasn't very nice of a guy. Okay, but then you get guys like Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat, genuinely nice person. I was wondering because he's evasion. in a coma because oh he had God, that bowel impacted, that? like his bowels were impacted, and you now he's in a coma. And Who is this? Fucking Ric Flair. I'm oh sorry. yeah, no, he had bowel surgery. Oh, and I hate the fact that we all know so much about Ric Flair's no, bowels. But the thing was, I, as soon as I read it, I thought they were actually impacted. the surgery was to remove the stick that he had up his ass at Comic Con oh. when we were there. Oh god, <laughs> boy, did we step oh, all over God. that joke? Yeah. 
I am so. I wasn't sure where you were going. I had no idea what it was talking about. I am sorry. All right. Yep. Sticking his ass. Whatever. Hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that was a right. big build up. We we yeah. should probably do that joke again. That yeah. was we shit all over that joke. Yeah. I'm sorry, Craig. But That's no, right. yeah, no. Honestly, he wasn't great at Comic Con because he's a drunk, and there's a very good chance he was, he was hung over like a motherfucker. Steamboat? No, Steamboat's no. a nice guy. Who, who was drunk? Rick Flair. Flair. Oh, he he must have been reeking a booze. He's Rick Flair, bitch. That's why. Well, that's, that, that was my point. The best characters are based on reality. There's yeah. a guy now. There was Cowboy Bob Orton the, back in the day. His son, Randy Orton, he's a moody, arrogant prick. And on TV, he plays a moody, arrogant prick. And, well, cot damn, he does it well. Yeah. <laughs> so Steve the, Austin's like that, too, man. And he does it so well. You're right. Yeah. It does and, come from reality. And there, I mean, Thanks, John bro. Cena is actually a really nice guy. He, he's the big guy today. He's a, Yeah. Right. My nephew is a big oh, fan of. My nephew looks just like him. Yes, he does. Cena. <laughs> Little Cena, we call him. John call Cena him is the Cena. Hulk Hogan of today. Yeah, but John's because yes. he's all about basically living good and being nice honest guy, and try model. your hardest. And, and he seems like he legitimately is. Well, he's the number one in the history of Make a Wish Foundation. He has granted yeah. more wishes than anybody, not That's, just wrestlers. Anybody. That's how you. That's how you can like really judge. And he's a great guy. Yeah, he, see, he seems like people, a legitimately you know? nice guy. Like a legitimately nice guy. But you know the truth is, much like Hulk Hogan, he has the same set of moves, the same routine in the ring, and he never seems to lose. And in wrestling, they call that burying talent. Yeah. Okay. When you, no matter what or, you're or going, hide, or hiding non-talent, maybe. No, he's talented. He's actually a very oh, good really professional wrestler. Yeah, I don't know enough. That's and he's a, jacked. The guy's yeah, fucking jacked. He's, uh, he's not like Hogan's water he balloons. He makes a ton of shitty movies, though. He d he makes a ton of... um, Basically, every time I see him, oh, John Cena <laughs> in this new movie, and I think it should be announced like, it, John Cena enters the town. Drug dealers give him a bag. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, a, but it's it's like a typical that, 80s but, action. Well, you just said action, it. Do you know who else made a bunch of shitty movies? Like the that. 1980s. But yes, yeah, yeah. All like that, dude. Jean-Claude Van Damme is... Yeah. Doesn't matter. I can stop listening. I know yeah. exactly the movie I'm going to see. But it's funny though. It's funny though. The talent does in wrestling. Talent definitely gets buried by charisma, and it always has. It always will, especially nowadays where where charisma and and the and storylines are such a big, huge part it just of wrestling. Sucks with John but Cena. They're, I wish they're I more could athletic today. But you yeah, see him are. Sunday. Can't see him. We will. <laughs> you can't see him. We'll see him. Why wow, you're making wrestling jokes? <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you watch or not? You're making inside it's jokes. It's fucking John Cena. He's all over the place. I mean, fuck, go on the internet. Like you can't see me. He's all, 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 all over your walls, maybe. Yeah, yeah I, I made a wrestling joke. These guys shit on another one. <laughs> Here's a wrestling joke. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Shitty jokes get shit on, dude. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to the point again. Is it better today? Yes, because it's more based in reality. And that's not to say uh, it's, it's realistic. It's not realistic. No, but I know what you're saying. It's not the It's more whole, based on reality. Too. It's more based it's, in reality. It's the plot lines are more have more depth to them. Back in the day, it was just, this guy wants to kick his ass, and that was it. And He's sudden, Russian. He's right. bad. He's Russian. Yeah. We're American. Bear with us for a second. We're going to take a break and leave you with a little clip from SummerSlam. <laughs> Sorry, and then we'll split. All right. Let me clap. 
and then we can go Edge and Christian. All right, Craig, Craig you're going to lead us in. Count backwards weekend. from five. Five, four, four, four seven, three, eight, two, one, six. Go. We are back. Yes, thank you for letting us have that break. We uh, realized we were not making any sense anymore, so we needed to regroup. But here we are, and we are talking about wrestling then versus wrestling now. And honestly, I'm kind of in the middle because I think wrestling was at, the, at its peak in the late 1990s, early 2000s, during something known as the Attitude Era. And that is when everything changed in this business. And they're still trying to catch up to a, a bar that they can't reach anymore because they're making too much money from toy sales and advertisers. But back in the late 90s, they just didn't care. And they had guys like Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock who were constantly trying to outdo one another for ratings and for video clips. This was the beginning of viral video. For money for their salaries. Yes. And they were all, they, they were hungry. Yep. And, and they were going out there and they were trying to out-extreme each other every week. And none of that exists anymore because there is no competition in wrestling anymore. Back then in the Attitude Era... They were competing with Ted Turner's WCW. And they were going out every week and realizing that they were having a ratings battle. So WCW would win one week because they had what was known as the NWO, which was an awesome the faction. Attitude faction. It blurred the line between reality and fiction. Everybody that watched wrestling in the 80s was starting to pay attention again, including myself. Because it stopped being about larger-than-life cartoon characters. And it started being about a bunch of guys who just wanted to beat somebody else up. More realistic, badass, going to go out and fight you. And that's it. And, you know, that was, you know, we were developing anti-heroes. And we talked about this on the TV episode, and we're talking about it now because that was very reflective of the time. We were starting to root for guys like Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano, I just watched The Sopranos again. Tony (laughs) Soprano was a prick. Yeah. He was a miserable prick. He's a fucking mafia guy. <laughs> no, but that aside, he was also a mama's boy who had mommy issues. Yeah. And he was a pain in the ass if there ever was one. But we rooted for him because that was the characters that were placed in front of yes, us. Yes, because you guys love pricks. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Okay, I am trying. Yeah, I, I wish we had a video. The United States yeah, in the I, world of his face. That you love you see his face. Is that he why you guys that? love? It these was shows? the same face you made earlier. Is that why? Is that why you guys love these shows so? Because all these shows are like fucking Breaking Bad. They're all a bunch of pricks, but you guys love them. Is that why you guys you two watch these shows because you love pricks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. That's why we don't like you know. because you don't have one. I just wanted to know. <laughs> I just wanted to know. But do you know what's crazy while you sit over there in your Barney bandana? I, I think it's... It, you brought <laughs> I up about... You're was thinking about Craig's Vikings when I put this on. Yeah, I'm sure you were. But, uh, yeah. you know, we, we, you brought up Walter and White. Had, and I had this no other year. one. For... Walter White. Vikings. To do oh, nothing. Win Who's your quarterback again? <laughs> in our hometown this year. He doesn't know. Home. He doesn't know who his quarterback Sam is. Sam Bradford. He doesn't know yet. <laughs> I tell you what, man. Sam Bradford, great quarterback. Awesome. Wow. And we're now let's get back all. to the real world what? and talk right, about wrestling. I think this <laughs> conversation. That was scripted. Just yes. like wrestling. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that was scripted just this like conversation wrestling. might be more unrealistic than wrestling. I think it's Definitely ridiculous. Definitely more realistic. Look at who's at the table. 
Yeah, that's a good point. But right. anyway, what we were okay. saying was simple. It, w- it was really about the idea that people didn't want to root for good guys versus bad guys anymore. It wasn't about America versus Russia. Even what's going on in the world today, people still don't want to be reminded of the real world politics. It wasn't so black and white, Hulk Hogan versus the Iron Sheik, no. Hulk Hogan versus Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. It was about Stone Cold Steve Austin, a guy who didn't like authority. And week after week, he got to beat up his boss on television. How many people, by a show of yeah. hands, want to beat the shit out of their boss? My hand is raised. Go ahead. Okay, I'm and wait, that's how I'm waiting for the work to enjoy myself. I'm waiting for the work. <laughs> wait, hold on. I'm waiting for the work joke to come yeah, in. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Mike, Mike, just. Go ahead. I'm not Well, no, you outside. can't beat up Leslie. That would yeah. be terrible. <laughs> you can't beat up your wife. That would be terrible. Yeah. But in the end of the day, I think that touch with reality was excellent. And it and yeah. it still resonates today. And I think people today want to root for As, guys like that. Actually, to touch on um, a topic of today. Has there been a transgender wrestler? What? Oh, not transgender. Transgender. I don't know if there has been or not. There's never been one portrayed as China? transgender. No. Yeah. No. See, no. China. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she laughing was, my balls yeah, off right now. She was no pun no, intended. No, but I mean, was it, uh, <laughs> well, wasn't what's his because, name right Because of the way everything is today, do do you have to? Uh, you know, are they going to start going after wrestling and saying, "Hey, why isn't it? Why is everybody fucking?" You know, come boy on, and girl. I'll tell those people to look. You don't remember Gold Dust? Well, that's what I mean. Come on now. No, was, Gold Dust is <laughs> not Gold Dust. Is not transgender. It's a joke. I was, know. When Leap and Lenny Popo well, became the His name was Gold. Well, hold on a second. Let, let's take a step back. You mentioned transgendered. If you're talking about homosexual stereotypes, wrestling's been doing that since the fifties. Yeah, the, yeah. With Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George. And then it yes. was it was adorable Adrian Adonis in the eighties. Adrian 80s. Adonis. That's the one I was thinking. And George, Animal steel. And in the 90s, they had um, <laughs> uh, basically on the heels of the ambiguously gay duo on Saturday Night Live. Oh, yep. my God, the they had Chuck and Billy on Raw, and they pretended to be they, – they had all homosexual tendencies, but whenever somebody would ask them what they were doing, they would never allude to it. Allude to it. You Wait know, so it, it was really – they, they dance so around the top. Chuck Billy. Topic. They Chuck still Billy got guys day. now that do. Yeah, so that's what I mean because I was saying as as things got more politically correct, how nobody's it's never been targeted in my I've never seen. Well, it. it's always been a sense of humor you know what thing. I mean? Now, what's funny is they got two guys today. Uh, one of them is called Fandango, and his character all along has been a salsa flamenco dancer. And this was a guy who was apparently a great dancer, and he decided, well, that makes me a great wrestler, therefore I'll wrestle. He's nine foot tall. He's got tits. A no, little, this a guy's little bleaka and camel toe. A little <laughs> bleaka is a penis in Portuguese. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say <laughs> Chuck Billy is gay? Something about Chuck Billy? No, Chuck and Billy. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, Leia. Come on, dude. Don't. All right. And that's mind. testament, by the way. Oh, no, but okay. It, I, yeah. but my, Slay a testament. Because of all the storylines that have gone off, the reason why I said the transcend, transgender thing <laughs> was because of the way things are going now and throughout the years they've pushed the envelope to if they so there's never been one that you can remember i would imagine once the public becomes accepting of transgender which we're not okay the public oh no you have to be no no we're we're told we have to be yeah you're told (laughs) 
but <laughs> just kidding. I guarantee you, most people today are still uncomfortable by the idea. Yeah, and I guarantee you, saying. once it becomes more accepted, there'll be then there will be a character. Yeah. Once it's quote unquote safe to make fun of it, they will. Yes. Okay, but the truth is, they really it's walk fucking, the line now. It's, it's pretty, not it's the same safe as it was. To make yeah. fun of it right here, I would say. Oh yeah, but that's not the case. That's not what we're talking about. No, we're not. I think Vince about... McMahon, as a billionaire businessman, is not going to ruin his stock options yes. by by getting negative press. By tra- yeah. Exactly. But that said, there is a, a bunch of characters who... Well, I'm saying not negative press. What I'm saying is creating a character, giant jack dude that wants to be a woman. And ju- okay. You know what I mean? That's and a storyline they won't tackle anytime soon. You don't think so? No, I don't. And I, I'll tip the cap, but you know, you got to remember... They've got to do it with a sense of dignity, and it can't be done for of, shock yeah. value. Yeah. Okay, and I don't think you can do that and you, still make this character right. a, a reputable exactly. wrestler. A reputable, yeah, because yeah. the only way you're going to do that saying. is yeah. with shock value, and until that shock value is going to be accepted by most it's of the an, public, yeah, it's not going to be done. Shock value Vince McMahon anymore. is not a stupid guy. He hasn't got to where he's been and not re, in not being able to read the public. Yeah, it's one of the best fucking things that he can do. Like he when he needs the public. Yeah, no, I remember he. Uh, he's made some bad decisions. Let he's me made tell a you. Lot of them. He's Let me tell you. He's paid for him, but he's learned from those lessons, just like any industry. But him more so, I think. I, he's just. He hits the nail on guys, the head well, all the yeah, time. He's a businessman. Yeah, no, he wasn't doing. trying to be like, you know, a smart ass about no, that. that no, no. Actually, it was a legitimate question. No, I, didn't I, know. I don't, think, so. I didn't I don't know. think they're going to take that road yet. I think when we start seeing it in sports, then they're going to have to be sixty-seven. And not just transgender, gender we're not, wrestlers. We're not. You're not. You're not trying to just like, like say just transgender. It's this one, that every That's kind, just, every field. Si- there have to be sixty-seven of them. Yeah. As long as the things, world, you know? it, what's ironic is as long as the world is being legitimately violent about topics. You won't see it with the fake violence yes, in wrestling. Right. And, and no, I, yeah, the, no, that's, and, and, and that's why and people love it. So. That's one big reason. Well, why that's people the funny love thing it. about wrestling is you know they they actually have Christian wrestling federations and they they try to t- treat it more like sport. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're looking at people who are solving their problems through violence. Yeah, and Boy. yet it's considered wholesome entertainment exactly. as long as there isn't tits and ass or political commentary. I didn't want to. Cut you off, but oh, you just said there's actually Christian. Yes, I wrestling. heard the tits and ass part, but whatever. And, and not only is there a Christian <laughs> wrestling federation, but it's owned by Shawn Michaels, the Heartbreak Kid, who made what? most of his career. Yeah, the kick, man. Come on. What? He found God what? after his second back surgery. Okay, and he God decided that he second. was going to start a wholesome ministry through wrestling. And so what happens is it's all done as sport guys shake hands before they shake hands after and the storylines they line up and and no they they go in the ring and they shake hands sportsmanship that kind of vibe but the storylines and i'm putting air quotes up are really centered on conflicts with god that they're resolving in the ring brad can i interrupt you please never stopped you before just one second craig 
Yes. Don't make fun and shut up and let him finish. No, okay, it's, go it's ahead, going to happen. Go ahead, bro. It's going to happen, he says. See? Stop. Come on, it's just let him finish. Oh, the jokes are pulling. I know. Just let him finish. <laughs> you don't understand. Go he was go about on. to overflow. So I watched a few minutes of Christian wrestling, and it was about as good as you remember the 80s wrestling. The Saturday morning stuff. See, Not the great. good ones. Not great. the WrestleManias. I could probably I'm talking watch about two hours of it. Where there was like five people in the in the crowd. And you see like it was in a who, church. You see a guy eating a in hot a dog church? talking to some. It somebody. was in a church. In a church. Well, see? not like in the church. It was in like the church basement. Yeah, in the auditorium. <sighs> or, but you know how those yeah. like church of what's happening nows are. You know, they're like, they're, like they're the giant one, auditoriums. Like the and one everything. we're going in to in a couple of weeks, right? No, it's, it's a VFW hall. Seriously, get the fuck out of this house once Listen, in a while. Back no. to the Christian wrestling <laughs> thing. So do they like CWF? Um, Every time, like he picks him up, gives him a pile driver, and then a, like apologizes him, and the other guy's like, "I forgive you." No, all the no. crowd. The, the, oh, it's not a Catholic. The crowd pots down the middle. Oh no, there's no guilt involved. No, no, no okay. you did something in the name of the Lord. All right. Okay, so as long as you were fighting for what was right, and the bad guys. Do they have a guy like I'm a Philistine? He's like, woo! <laughs> 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 he come out like, I'm with the Philistines. No, it's great. They come out. There's one guy. He's he's a terrible bad guy. His name is Bill the Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's all based on Do they Bible. Have nail matches. <laughs> 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 Carry the board. Yeah. <laughs> Guy comes walking out like, like, like there's a whole group of them. It's like the four horsemen, but there's twelve apostles. It's great. <laughs> it, at the end of the day, the it's man, a, first one of you guys. You know, why am I trying to explain this? Wins. It's a stupid fucking idea. It's terrible. Because he comes out and he's like. We forgive you for talking all that crap, and we're gonna fight tonight. But we're really not gonna, because I forgive you now. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. Now we're gonna have down. a commandments match. And they, they, they all get, they gather in the ring, kneel and pray together. At the end, <laughs> they do. That's exactly what they, they do, do at the end. I'm sorry for putting my mouth on the mic, but yes, they do that at the end. What happens is get they the have a conflict. That was in the mic, dude. But whatever. Sean Michaels is an asshole. Yeah, Sean Michaels awesome, lost kid. his. Don't he's now making Christian movies for the Hallmark. Channel. Good man, that's awesome. He's going to be rich. The storylines are centered on Bible conflicts. Yes. Okay, and mistakes you would make in real life. So unlike the ongoing storylines that exist in WWE, these are storylines that go week to week. So and so did something this week that went against the teachings of the Book of Whatever. Right. Okay. And so they would argue, I feel I'm in the right. I feel I'm in the right. Then for some reason, they just decide to strap on some spandex and go at it. Well, Russell, then at the end, great. well, that's you pin, a, you pin me. I've learned my lesson. It is as stupid as it sounds coming out of my goddamn mouth. And that's yes, so I said goddamn with a purpose. That's not stupid at all. It's a terrible like, idea, Mike. Oh, because so, yeah. so it's like yeah, John exactly. the Baptist. He's going to be a wrestling name, John the Baptist, in there somewhere. Right? No? Why Why are you denouncing even that, that? doing no, that? Not, why, why are you using the word because, denouncing? Because, because, it, because it makes him sweat a little more. It doesn't make me sweat. I love that the guy who was will. making white van pedophilia jokes not a half hour ago. It's is, all is, is, Seriously. You said it. It's jokes. All but right. This so is, I'm making come jokes. Come on now. You can't. I mean. So my oh. thing is, so you get the wrestler 
And they're like, what? what is it? Like, the guy's... He was masturbating to fucking Katy Perry videos. And, I'm sure and that's the other guy's like, you cannot do that. You have to just fucking... No, I'm pretty that's sure they're all about good. masturbating to Katy Perry. Oh, they all are. Yeah. I, I do Katy it. Perry's right, a Christian. Is she? She is. We're so, almost... We're, we're she kinda, was when I baptized her. Oh! We're hovering. We're starting to hover <laughs> over that over that religion right. line. Let's back it off what? a little bit. All right. Let's go. Wrestling. Uh, now we've up. crossed the line because we wouldn't <laughs> yeah. let you make your point. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. All there right, it is. Let's go. That's yeah. the voice of a good Christian right there. Right. Solid. Solid. Fuck you, All right. Man. So I made my point about... What's better? Nobody seems here. Here it seems to agree. I I totally agree. So, no. but, but I think you know no, honestly, really wrestling's better now because it's based on real life people. I'm gonna have to pay attention more. Like I said, I can't like agree because week, I don't wait, know. Wait, we're gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna legitimately sit there and watch it with you. I realize that it's entertainment, and if it if I watch it and I like it. That's cool. To me, it's all about you know the oh shit Brad, moments. Brad. It's all about the oh shit moments. Yeah, see, I can't believe he fucking did that. Brad, you see four eyes, times right? a year. Those eyes of life. They don't do this He's on every pay per view. Okay, SummerSlam's one of the big ones. It's probably the second biggest. This is like WrestleMania Junior. And what they do is they end up going above and beyond. So you're going to see more guys jumping from higher. Yeah. You're going to see more storyline turns. Jumping off the ladders and fucking landing on thumbtacks. Salamis. I'm going to put it out there. I work for an energy company. Salamis. I spend my entire day writing about solar panels and energy conservation. Yeah. This so is pure fucking escape. So this is Brad Unleashed Sunday. It's fun. Yes. And yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. But, awesome. what, but what makes it escapism is it's still tied to reality. There's no difference for me, like, watching How, fucking Star Trek or fucking watching Star Wars. There's no difference. I, you know, I get that, but I just lost that fucking no connection difference. with it. Yeah, it's all fake. You know what I mean? Uh, right. I get but that. hear me but, out. If the characters are larger than life and all cartoon characters on wrestling versus guys who are solving their problems with violence because they're scrappy, they're underdogs... Who is the average working Joe going to relate to more? Is it going Scrap, to be yeah, a, yeah. a guy like Hulk Hogan who has the world at his, his feet because he can beat anybody with his, with his leg of doom? Yep. But I guarantee you, if WWE decides to forgive him and bring him back, which they might. In what, a wheelchair? Well, they will. But you know what? He's probably bed? got enough ability to drop that big, fat fucking leg one yeah, more time. No doubt, man. And you know what? Anybody underneath that leg is going to sell it like it was a awesome. cinder block hitting his yep. head. That's their fucking... That's, uh, but what I'm saying is I can relate more as an adult to the characters they've created now. It was almost as, as if Vince McMahon said, I'm going to make wrestling grow up with the audience that I started with in the 80s, okay? And the guys who liked Hulk Hogan as a kid and Junkyard Dog, they wouldn't like them anymore, but they're going to like a Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Then as they get into their 30s and 40s, they're probably going to calm their shit down, and they're going to want guys who are a little more grounded. Not guys, you can't tell your boss to go fuck yeah. himself. But what you can do is occasionally lash out. And that's kind of where they are now. And, you know, obviously that's probably not his sole mindset. It's basically progressed like no, every other not. form of media has progressed. It's reflective of what's going on in the media. It's reflective of entertainment. It's, yes. And I think as far as bang for the buck, they miss more than they hit. I watch three hours of Raw every Monday, and I guarantee I fast forward. Three hours. Three hours. Well, this 
Good. I mean, you watch all that, but there's another thing about this outlet that's not like any other. It's all live. It's all Well, live. that's a huge point. It's all live. Is Every, it live? It's filmed live? Both of them are live. I didn't know that. Yes. What? I didn't know that. It's Raw and SmackDown are both live. live. Really? Yep. That's, wow, that's impressive. And they that's mi- the thing. And, and they miss more than they hit. And I'm not even meaning that as a pun. They miss more than they hit. Most of their segments fall flat. But you wouldn't but, know that if you weren't like a total fan. No, you'd know day. it just by watching it. Some of them are terrible but, segments. But I'm, I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about segments. I'm talking about punches i'm talking oh, about no, the no kicks. i'm not talking about that i'm, I'm talking, talking about the athletic thing i'm talking about everything i'm though. talking about the it's entertainment value life a lot of times they try something and it fails yeah but they're on live television wow, right? i have to say Always. i never knew that and that that's impressive not a drop it's of live, editing a live yeah, i mean always live. not just, that, just on the production do. crew everything camera cuts do. all that shit live well that pay-per-view is going to be live too obviously all of this is live entertainment. Well, if you, if, Damn. if a guy it. slips off the top rope, breaks his leg, and he was supposed to win the match, these guys already know in their head what the what plan B is. Yeah. What plan B is. If you think about it, I'll bet you a lot of NFL, NBA, I mean ML, MLB, camera people, camera crews, like uh, learned a lot from from fucking. And I I I would like to look that up. Um, I mean, no, oh, the, the camera crews, the production crews are second to none. I mean, it's quick. It's no, like it's fast. But look at an old 80s, early 80s football game and see what you see. Yeah, you see, two cameras. You see the side. <laughs> you see the side. Of the thing. Look at that monkey run. You know? <laughs> <laughs> how it how it goes south. Yeah. Wow. How it goes south. You know what I mean? But yes. Holy but that's, shit. But that's, that but that's how game. shit was. You know, was it right? No. No. <laughs> but what the fuck? I don't remember yeah, that game, but I want I definitely want to That's live back television that. for you. And and that's what makes it fun. And they've screwed up so many times. And honestly, the show shouldn't be three hours because they have trouble filling it. Yep. A lot of the segments are weak. I end up yeah. DVRing it. I don't start watching until nine, so I figure I got an hour buffer to fast forward the through shit the, through the bullshit. Yeah. Okay, and it's not the commercials I'm fast forwarding. So I'm actually totally fucking impressed that that's actually a live film. Always been like thing. that. It's Raw like has that always been live. One. Yeah. SmackDown used to be taped. Now it's live. It's that's all live. And good. they go back to back, and so the storylines have to be congruent. They've got to keep it up. Um, and they can't have real lives. These guys go out and get a hangover. Oh shit! They're fucking. They tie one on trouble, after man. Raw. They're in trouble. And they show up the next That's, night. What They've got to be on point. About that is, look at these guys, especially especially back in the '80s. Someone like um, Ultimate Warrior, all, all these guys, right? We're going. Could you imagine waking up in the morning no, after go- you just spent a whole night of fucking Manny. doing a Bags of coke, drinking cases of beer, yeah, I've been there. Drinking bottles of whiskey, I've been there. Smoking seven pounds of weed, and like, wake up in the morning and hit the gym. Not every day. <laughs> it's are all routine. About, are we talking you know about I mean? every day? No, I'm saying because, that's what, right. but that's what I those guys did, and they're still week. doing it. These and it's guys, all I mean, bad. if you really think they're not coming out of WWE Raw. And go into the bar in whatever town no, they're in. I they're hitting it hard. But I mean, Plus they the, sleep till two p.m. They hit the gym and they go to the show. I, say, I would say right now that the guys, the guys now have calmed down a bit more from the old '80s, you know, early '90s guys. Well, they're better athletes now. They're better athletes. 
they're more concerned about their bodies. They do um, crack you know and I mean? cocaine, you, you know. Well, I'm saying, those guys were just out of their fucking minds. But they weren't you know athletes. I mean? You ever watch them? I mean, there was a great quote by one of the Mets pitchers. I'm a Mets fan. And this guy said, hey, he was talking to a newspaper guy. And he, the reporter said, hey, are you, well, you're a professional athlete. He goes, no, I'm not an athlete. I'm a pitcher. <laughs> Basically saying I do one thing well. Well, I throw one, the yeah, ball yeah, well, yeah, yep. but I'm not an athlete. These wrestlers in the '80s wrestled well, but they performed, but they were not athletes. But, but you can't you can't box them all in like that because you know there was some freaking great athletes back then. Too. Who? Snooker. Hold on. Snooker had one move. Yeah, no, but he could rope, move. That's a fucking move and a half. And he took a, and he took a coconut to the head. No, the best best scene in wrestling history to me. There's so many more. Oh my god, so many more. That pipe is pit. That pipe is pit. I agree. I agree. But that That was the best scene ever. Steve Austin with the beer truck. Smash. That was awesome. No, that was the banana Zamboni. Called him a monkey. Zamboni. He did call him. Well, they hated each other in real life. Yeah. They did not like each other no, at all. Busted yeah. yeah. two gold on its over his head. Was it a Bud Light? Pushed a banana in his face and called him a monkey. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. yes, he did. <laughs> Mike, what were you asking? The uh, the, the Steve Austin event. They it was a Bud Light Zamboni. Bud Light Zamboni. Remember, he drove that in, right into the to, to the rink. That was a good one too. The best was when Kurt Angle tried to mimic it and he did the milk truck because his whole thing was being a good, yeah, being honest a good athlete. Guy, yeah. He sprayed the whole ring down with milk. But anybody in the first eight rows got sprayed with milk that night. I would have got so pissed. Like a Gallagher show. Basically. Basically. And probably <laughs> funnier. So pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Oh, shit. So here we are. So, Mike, take us to the next segment. I've made my point, and then you guys next stepped segment, all over you know, it. You know what I was I, in doing the research and stuff on this topic? Uh, the, the topic of uh, wrestling families came up. And well, that's good because Sunday night you're going to see a few. Yes, and who? I mean, what kind of what families are going to be in SummerSlam this this weekend? Well, you've got the Rotundas, and anybody who watched wrestling in the '80s remembered Mike Rotunda and Barry Windham were a tag yep. team, and then Mike Rotunda became IRS, otherwise known as Irwin R. Scheister. Oh. Just to show you how far wrestling had <laughs> fallen, that was his name, IRS, Irwin and his whole Irwin. idea was he was a wrestling accountant. Yeah, I remember that. The, Did, yeah. Well, Did there he, was an era where wrestlers weren't people, they were occupations. They, you know, one guy was Duke the Dumpster Droz, and he was a garbage man. Yeah. There was the goon, and he was a hockey player. Yeah. Okay, the Brooklyn Brawler was a homeless guy from Brooklyn. Everybody had a role, not necessarily a personality. And what happened with Erwin R. Scheister was he was a great wrestler, an athletic guy, and they gave him a character just because they thought it would be funny to make fun of the economic crisis. So they had a bad guy IRS. Uh, and it was yeah. pathetic, and it killed him as far as I'm concerned. But remember, him and DiBiase got together. Remember, remember IRS right and now. the billionaire got Well, together. and that, that brought a little bit of credibility to yeah, it, but it was, was still so still. His name was Erwin R. Scheiss. Yeah. I mean, we all know Kane, right? You all know course, Kane? Okay, yeah. yep. Kane's first gimmick was as Dr. Isaac Yankum. The wrestling dentist. Yankum knows. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Everybody thought he was a doctor. He just went around jerking people off. He was a dentist. Isaac Yankum. 
<laughs> you sick bastard. <laughs> and oh, by I the way, give me the number of your dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like him? He's got no teeth. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's basically where they were. They were making ridiculous characters when nobody wanted them. Yeah. So he got reborn into Kane after a couple other failed gimmicks. And what happened with IRS's kid, he became a guy named Bray Wyatt. Who you watched at WrestleMania? No, you didn't watch. You were talking to my Bray wife. Wyatt. But Bray yes, Wyatt and, and Bray Bray Wyatt still wrestling. He's still wrestling. He's IRS? only tw- no, but his, no, his, his son. son. Oh, his, his son. son. He's got two sons in the division. Now, okay, and he's got one of them's named Bo Dallas, and he's kind of a jobber. And then the other one is named Bray Wyatt. And his whole idea, he calls himself the Eater of Worlds. And he's this weird mystical guy. He wears, like, Tommy Bahama shirts and snakeskin boots. And he lives in this weird remote swamp. You'd think he's from, like, Louisiana. Or and he the- has camel toe. No doubt. <laughs> Huge camel toe. Not a thin guy. Not a thin guy. Yeah. His original gimmick was a guy named Husky Harris. Which was a terrible name. Terrible name. It's also what we call Mike when Mike's not around. Hey, listen. That is Mike's new name. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Two seconds. First time I ever heard the word husky. My mother took me fucking like six miles away to the store to go buy clothes. I walk in there and this big ass fat guy. Well, I'd say he was pretty big and husky. Yes, he was. Hey, you're a husky guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm like. You I'm nine. <laughs> My mother turns around. Yeah, he's husky. Yeah, he's husky. Bought clothes there. Fucking way home, you know, this and that. And I forgot who I was talking to. Like, next, yeah, I'm husky. And and I think it was my cousin Kevin or like, Jesse. You went to the fat no. store. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're fat, dude. Husky is the word for fat. Yeah. I was like, Mom, want to take me back? Yeah. Your mother doesn't want to call that you guy. fat. I want to hit that guy. So you have it to call so you husky. Funny. We don't call you fat now. We call you big and or tall. Yes, I know. I've heard that. That's <laughs> mid, mid-90s talk for fat people. I I've never it. called right. Mike fat ever. He's, he's not. He's, yes. <laughs> Come on, look at his X-wing. No. It looks like a fucking Your, Y-wing. Looks like no, wait. It looks like a Z-wing. looks like a fucking triple X-wing. It looks like nice. it's, <laughs> It looks like a three. <laughs> It's like after the alphabet, it looks like a three. Now, you're built like a triangle. Yeah. That's the best way to describe you. Yep. Like your shoulders are twice as wide as your ankles. Like a moon at night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But anyway, so his name was Husky Harris. Obviously, that was a terrible gimmick. So he, he came up with this whole thing on his own. And it was this whole swamp thing. And he'd have a following, kind of like a Manson cult. And it sounded so corny until he actually put it. And honestly, this guy can cut a promo with the best of them. Was it like really? a redneck kind of? It's a, kind of southern, like Louisiana, but also like, like he's mystical. Like the lights go out and then he comes back and he's yeah, in the like, ring. Uh, and that's like the thing: voodoo. is the dialogue like skills, thing. The mic that's skills what it was. makes a wrestler more than anything. Well, if you have no mic skills, you don't make it. Yeah, I don't care if you can wrestle with the best. Unless of them. you're and you grab a microphone and you say whatever you want, it's great because you're big. <laughs> Andre the Giant. I have never been happier. We have spit guards yeah. now. <laughs> I think I can a- actually taste. <laughs> he was a big motherfucker. He could say whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, he could. I mean, he was. A- he grabbed the mic from anyone. That's one yeah, but he had terrible one. mic skills because it was terrible. His not, only, not only was he, he had like a giant, but he was tongue. French. He had fucking he was terrible fucking 
You can drink. You can drink Skills. five liters of vodka and drive everybody home, though. Oh well, yeah, he can drink, games, but yeah. his 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 fucking tonsils were the size of like softballs. I know. And again, man, he'd sit there and choke over them every time he thought, "I will, I will break you." He was he like was Ivan so Drago crazy. after and Bender. So fucking after awesome. <laughs> Just absolutely the worst guy on the microphone, but because he was seven two, seven three. Yeah, well, his disease and plus, plus, never mind. He was French. Should understand <laughs> that French. right off the bat. Well, that clearly killed him. Right, he was great in Princess Bride. Yes. Oh, yeah, my he God. was awesome. He could have gone to the ring. Movie. Anybody want a peanut? And that would have been it. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Done. And you but just watch. Soon you will not be here. You watch Macho Man just fall over. Oh, pin me. <laughs> I want a peanut. Um, just where were we going with this? Families. 525 pounds of fucking French ass on your face. Go. Well. Because <laughs> I've seen it before. And that's, and that's what fucking great Mike wrestling. is trying to describe what he's going to do to me later. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but, you know. But Bray Wyatt's one guy who kind of broke the mold. Okay, yeah. a lot of these other guys come out like Dusty Rhodes's kid. He he had the best dad ever. His yeah. dad was a fat, out of shape, goofy motherfucker. One of the best wrestlers in history. Fucking great, man! I used yeah. to love watching. And Dusty shameless, Rhodes, the guy man. would come out wearing trunks, watching with his yeah. I mean, he moves flapping in the wind. Chaps. <laughs> Sometimes he would wear chaps. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wear chaps to the ring, and then he'd strip them strip off, and you off. wish he'd put them right back on. That son of a bitch had no business wearing spandex. It. Anything. Yeah. The way but he'd come out shameless yeah. and then remember, he'd yell at you one of the for best, whatever. One of the best things was him having somebody in a, in a headlock and talking to the crowd. He was one of the best at that. Back in those days, he was fucking great at getting the crowd. And do you know what you never saw him do? Talking to the other wrestler. Today, no. th- they're all calling their spots it's in the ring and you like see that. them talking to each other. Takes yeah. you out of the moment. No. Dusty Rhodes didn't do that. He's got two sons wrestling right now. One of them is a huge success by putting on a gold and black bodysuit. Yeah, suit. but that was after he was... I mean, he was a great wrestler, too. Dustin Rhodes Dustin is a great is wrestler. Awesome wrestler. But what's he known for? Not for anything else other than gold dust. Yeah. And gold dust was this effeminate, well, weird a, Hollywood thing. I don't even know how to describe it. I've been watching for 25 years. It was I have so no weird. Idea. Yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't understand if it was like, uh, like some kind of... Uh, actually, who knows? You know, it could have been a, on both sides. You know, they ne- fucking somebody that you really wanted to hate, but those people in the background, like, wow. They, well, they know? turn them heel, they turn them good. I yeah. mean, they go back and forth. You change a, a lot. But the real talented ones. ones, the other one, they got fired. They got one, Cody Rhodes. His other brother, yeah, Because he wanted brother. to take the name Cody Rhodes. He wanted to be known as Dusty Rhodes' kid, and Vince McMahon said, nah. You're We're going to milk your dad for all he's worth, yep. but you're not going to be that. We're going to make you stardust. And Cody said, fuck no. That's a terrible gimmick. Yeah. And so now he's running around the independents, probably making a nice payday, but he's nobody knows him. Nobody's thinking about so him. So what, though, man? Yep. When it comes... I mean, when it, come on. I mean, think about it. Your dad is like one of a wrestling god, basically. Dusty Rhodes in the yeah. South. Hell shit. Well, in so the was South? The Rock, and look what he did. Yep. Well, well, Rocky uh, Johnson was Rocky a great Johnson. wrestler. His dad was yeah, fucking except great. Yeah, that drop kick from fucking. Yeah, that drop kick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really guarantee you. Fault, it was the guy who was wrestling against that. Um, yeah. He flew fucking 100 feet when he fucking missed by it. Yeah, there's, um, a, there's yeah. somebody like out in California like listening to this podcast, hopefully somewhere. 
You know, you like a knew. theater crew Tony, saying, Rocky like, Johnson, oh, like Tony, At- Tony Atlas. You knew who the wrestler was and who the bodybuilder was. Tony, Tony Atlas, Atlas was the fucking He was just there for show. Uh, Tony show. Atlas was, was a, just muscle. He was the show. Yeah, he was the guy. guy. I, that's I, my my parents went to a wedding when I was I was a, my mother tells this story all the time. I was about two years old. They went to a, a wedding and uh, Tony Atlas was at the wedding. Come on. And he walked right up to my mother and asked her to dance. She didn't say no. No, she oh, didn't. No, and like, hey, my father was like, "Yeah, go ahead." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you get that big white nose? No, I was I was I was already. I was like two years old and that happened. But when I was like, uh, Tony, Tony Roadmap. These guys are fucking dicks. Whatever. Let's talk about the man's mother. When my when my when my sister in law when my sister in law got married, I showed up to the wedding. I walk in. Did you use a roadmap for an hour? We had a round a round table, and it was there was chairs for for twelve at every table. My wife was in the wedding. I wasn't. You know. We know the stories about. So I walk up to the table. As I walk up to the table, there's a guy sitting at the table. And his fucking back is three times the size as the back of the chair. It looked like a fucking thumbtack in the middle of his back. And why? His waist was like that big, right? So I sit down. Like a funnel. And I'm looking at him. And after a little while, I start looking at him like. This guy's fucking familiar. So I said to him, I said, I looked at him and said, you really look familiar to me. And he goes, you watch wrestling? I was like, I did when I was was a kid. He goes, you remember the Mounties? Oh, yeah. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I'm Pierre. Pierre Rougeau? Oh, my God. (laughs) And I go, holy shit. I'm like, yes. That's right. I remember you telling me about that story. He he would challenge the guy to do push-ups. Yes. He would kick him in the fucking head. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Which is so, so not Canadian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, huh? So I know, so, wasn't that rare? Yeah, that's cool. I remember so, you talk, so funny talking though. about that. And I sat there, so then I was bullshitting with him, right? So the best part was, so we sat at the table. There was only four of us, and the table was for like seven or eight. And he kept saying, "Oh, don't let the waitress know that the other people aren't oh here." He's like, t- he's like, tell them that they're in the bathroom or something. So I'm like, what? And it, they all bring meals, and he ate all the fucking meals. Really? Yeah, <laughs> he ate all. He ate fucking well, four meals. Kid, what the Pierre fuck? Pierre Rougeau? Yeah, he wasn't a huge guy. No, he ate all four fucking meals. <laughs> I love this man. It was, <laughs> it was fucking great. It was so funny. I bullshitted him with. He was actually very nice guy. His girlfriend weighed about fucking sixty pounds. Yeah, it sounds about right. You know what I mean? She, but, the, I mean, wicked nice person. I'll never forget that. that well, was, back in the... the oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what I mean. Go ahead. It's probably the only wrestler to be billed less than what his actual height was. He's billed at 6'2". Oh, two. He's actually 6'4". Yeah. Really? really? Dude, he why was... You, when he was sitting not, there, the back of the chair... Because he probably had a bigger part. The, the yeah, back of the no. chair... Is. They'll do that all the time. And him, you're right, because he was the lesser of the two. I don't think he was right? though. Mountie, I can't think. The Mountie was, was a star. I, who was the was other bigger guy? Bigger than him. Because uh, there was there was two of them. It was two oh, of that's them. Right. He was Pierre. Pierre Rougeau yeah, was the know. Mountie. I don't know. No, who the he fuck was the other the guy Mountie. Was. No, they were the Pierre. Mounties. No, there was the Mountie. But I, th- oh. I always thought Pierre was the. Was there the, was a second Canadian. 
Not counting Bret Hart and his damn whole Canadian, family. Damn sneaky Canadian. Chris Jericho There's and all these other guys. Two. Well, I tell you, back in New York, back, back in the early 2000s, they had WWF New York, the restaurant. Yeah. And it was a bar. Oh, what? Really? Yes. It was, a, it was where the Hard Rock is now in Times Square. That was WWF New York. And upstairs was a store where you can buy your toys and T-shirts and all that. Yep. And downstairs, there was a full bar and a full restaurant. And what they would do is they would have a host every week for Raw. They'd fly a wrestler in oh, and be there. Awesome. And be there. And, and they would host yeah. the show live, yeah, and then they cut like back that. to the you show. Me and my buddy Mike, and Mike, I hope you're listening because I told him about the podcast. He's down in Jersey, and I love this guy. And we met at WWF New York. I went for happy hour one day. It was me, him, and the bartender. Became fast friends. And then every Monday night, we'd go to Raw. And every week, we'd get photos and uh, not selfies, photos. Photos, yeah. And, and, and drinks with these professional wrestlers. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it was amazing. And at one point, Spike Dudley, who was one of the Dudley boys, Oh came in God. and he Don't said i used to be a bartender so he got approval to get behind yeah, the bar yeah. and i remember i had a whole place laughing because i said you know spike while you're up there that man poured me more beers my bill was seven dollars for, <laughs> for what turned out to be six hours of drinking in new york city yeah. and he was, he was and, a bartender not a guy that worked that's well, that's like well there's a reason he was an ex-bartender right he gave away a lot of drinks that night mostly to me and also a bowl of pesto pasta which I'm still trying to figure out. But they would come really? in and they'd hop behind the bar. And a lot of the rest are awesome. still around today. Kane was there. The Undertaker came in. They'd all hang out. Yep. And really cool guys. And I yet, I never had one do what the Mountie did. In stealing mom. food. Oh, he was, yeah. it was, it was no joke. Or he, your mom. He looked great. No, that, that, no, that was Tony Atlas. Dancing all right, but at the end of the day, hot. a wrestler stole hot. your food and your mom. You do, you do shit yeah, to say but I think he might have been nicer to me, the fact that I didn't recognize who he was. And I talked to him like a normal person. Yeah, might that's have been, awesome. Might have been more. The of man came to the ring man. wearing a Mountie uniform. Yeah. How were you going to catch him not wearing that? Yeah, yeah. you well, know, no, there are very few saying, face recognition wrestlers. Yeah, you know? when I when I did when he said who he was, and I said, "Oh, I know who you are," but you know me, I don't really care who you are. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm still going to talk to you what like a normal person. Really don't give a fuck that you're a mountain. That that's, was, it was that's, cool. But that's why... But I mean, I don't I'm, give a you know, shit that much. So I'm uh, still going to talk to you like, like a normal like person. Like I met Vinny Pazienza after he got his butt kicked. He's like, oh, you know who I am? I'm Vinny Pazienza. Yeah, yeah, no. You, yeah. I can see the well, black eyes. Yeah. I met, <laughs> I met, I've seen him. I met Vinny Pazienza when I was about 14 Swanson years Mall, old. Was, yeah, I was with you. And he fucking told me... I asked him for his autograph, and he said, I don't have time for this shit, kid. And walked away from me. Me and Manny. And I Swansea never wanted for fucking somebody to beat him up fucking more in my life. Than oh, like, you want to talk? Oh, no. The yeah, biggest being. Karma took care of him. Yeah. I can't remember who we fought, but the I biggest being. I was about that. You should have been. I was. The biggest being of his life. I can't remember who it was, but I, I remember the next, the next week. Me and yeah, Manny. It was like seven days after the bar. He was still a mess. We're at the Swansea Mall. Him and his girlfriend are there. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I wanted whatever. To go, I wanted to go, oh, Mr. Pazzi. Like, Same thing. You Get, know, he had these big yeah. glasses on. He was just beat to shit. He was sitting right in the middle. His girl was across shopping. And she's like, oh, how about this? And, you know, showing him different outfits. 
He's like, yeah, whatever, yeah, this and that. We, I'm like, dude, that's pretty. Man, he right away. Hey, what did you say? What was it? You said so like, oh, fucking Mr. stupid. Yeah. Oh, tough luck in that oh, fight. I'm busy right now. Yeah. That's stay away from me. Told me I don't stay away I'll from me. I'll never forget it. Same, same thing. Yeah. Kid, I don't have time for this shit. Is exactly what he said to me. I was fucking devastated. I'm amazed he composed that sentence. Yeah, you know, too. yeah, me too. Yeah. For the last yeah. few sentences that he's tried to put together, no, you know, you're talking about me. Oh, you're talking about that? <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking about just yeah, now. I thought you were talking about just now. This is just jokes, fool. Come on now. But who went? I mean, who went to uh, bang? There's a right hook to uh, wrestling that were boxers before any Mr. T. He was a boxer in Rocky Three. I watched Mr. <laughs> I watched in Wrestle, WrestleMania 2 was at three different cities. One Delicious. of them was at the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, so I went to that one. And I watched Roddy Piper box Mr. T. Mr. T, yes. Oh, yeah. And uh, I believe Lou Duva was the uh, referee. The announcer? I think he was the announcer, wasn't he? Oh, was he the ref? Somebody was the ref. I forget who it was because we were sitting in God's country even then. But I was all the way up there, and it was a terrible show because we watched two-thirds of it on closed-circuit TV because they did it in, in Detroit, L.A., and Long Island. Yeah. And so I didn't watch WrestleMania. I watched WrestleMania. You did, yeah. yeah. You know, and it was a waste <laughs> of a ticket. But, but all in all, I mean, you know, there was only a handful of boxers who made the crossover. They think Floyd Mayweather is going to make the jump. No way. Think so? Yeah. Well, I think he's about to fight. Which we're going to watch at my house. He's about to fight Conor McGregor. Yeah, and I can't because I got my kids that night. Uh, I'm not happy. That ain't, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, it's going to be eight seconds of be... glory. For... You think Mayweather's going to switch over? No way. He's a money-hungry motherfucker. But he's done boxing. He's this done. is it. All right, guys. We went a little off topic there. But just going to say to you, train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Needless to say, we said it.